I'm Marty Gold Cummings, and this is Marty Talks. We're chatting with your favorite stars, queens, and politicians to get all the tea on all things political. Today's episode, we have superstar comedian Fortune Feimster. We are discussing what it's like being the youngest of three kids growing up in conservative North Carolina, how her family takes her comedy, her specials on Netflix, and of course, Lindsay Lohan. I met Fortune Feimster, uh, seven, seven or eight years ago. She happened to come to a show of mine and, uh, I was super gagged. I, I was such a big fan of Chelsea lately. I was obsessed with that show and I loved but when it was, uh, it was Chelsea and Fortune and Ross Matthews, um, and, and Heather, uh, what's her, Heather McDonald, I think on the show. I, I thought it was so funny. My ex and I used to watch it religiously. So when she came to my show, I was like, Oh, f- like fuck fortune. Feimster is in my audience. I, I hope I'm, I hope, I hope I'm funny girl. Uh, she was so kind and so great. We've kept in touch ever since. Um, I'm really excited to talk with her because I grew up in a conservative farm. I'm the youngest of, I have two older brothers. She has two older brothers. She grew up in North Carolina. I want to know her experience on what it's like doing comedy. Does she consider her comedy political? How does her family take it? Cause that's one of the things like I grew up in a conservative area also. So it's always, you know, like how, how do you present when you go home? What is, what is it like, you know, um, uh, being, being queer and, and, in this political age. Um, I also want to, I really am excited to get her perspective on, on North Carolina politics, just because, you know, the last couple of years we've seen so, so many crazy things, um, come out of North Carolina, uh, politically. So, uh, let's dive in, let's do it. And also I of course have to ask her about Lindsay Lohan because what? Remember when Lindsay was a Chelsea Handler show? Oh, it was so good. But you know, I stand Lindsay. Okay, here we go. I'm calling fortune. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we are here be, 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 with another episode of Marty Talks, and I'm trying to plug my ring light in, even though this is audio. I still want to look good for your ears. Um, we're <laughs> we're here with the incredibly funny Fortune Feimster. Hey, girl, what is good? Hey, girl, just you know, quarantining. It's real fun. We're we're doing it. Are you in? Where are you? You're in LA. I'm in LA. Yeah. What it, what's happening? What's going on in LA? How is it? I mean, I feel I feel like we can't complain in comparison to to New it's York. I mean, you guys, today. it is Girl, oh. the snow came down. It's too much. It's, I feel like it's like a, it's too much. It's like it's like the Old Testament like shit happening. I mean, I guess it keeps more people inside, but it's been raining here for like four days, which is highly unusual. Uh, but you know, we're just hunkering down. We've been in self quarantine for a month four four weeks i don't know what that is how many days that's a lot of days uh, your hot tip video it's you're like, giving us full content though during this quarantine your hot tip what is the, i mean what, what is the name of that character brenda brenda hey <laughs> we all have a better husband tim <laughs> I mean, what else are you going to do but make content right now? Eat food, make content, watch TV. I've done more Instagram Rent, Rinse and repeat. Like, it's too much. I've done, I, like, I, I'll now find myself going on Instagram Live just to, just to have some kind of human connection. I'm like, somebody's because somebody comment. Somebody say something. <laughs> that's what my, my partner was, she, my partner was like, everybody's going on Instagram Live. I'm like, that's. Most the, most of the people that live alone, they're that's just how they're like communicating with people. Like how, what else are we gonna do? It's so. I mean, my husband's yeah. here, but I've seen enough of him. 
You're, you're like you're like I have a I have someone in my house. I don't talk to my you. my dogs are fully over the fact that we're here. They're like, please go away, get out of this house. And my husband is 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 uh, he's wonderful, but but he always wins in the board games. So now I'm mad at him because I can't win the goddamn yeah. games. So now I'm I'm about to kick him out. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We had one dog the other night. We were all laying on the couch. And for the most part, they're super pumped that we're home all the time. But for whatever reason, she just was over it. She got off the couch and went into the bedroom to get away from us. Like, fuck this. Like, this is my house. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, I want to talk a little bit. So you are from uh, the great state of North Carolina. Yeah, yeah. Our heels. Take your shirt. Take your shirt off and throw it around your head like a... What's that song, Petey Pablo? Oh, I don't know about you. You don't know that song? No, I listen to show tunes of Dua Lipa. That's <laughs> <laughs> it. Uh, okay. Tell me, five of your listeners will know Petey Pablo. Oh, well, we're, we're, we're going we're gonna to ask them. Comment, comment below or whatever. I don't know how. Or comment somewhere. Tell us if you know. Comment. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you grew up in North Carolina, which, um, okay, first of all, you're one of my favorite comedians. Your Netflix special is so fucking funny. It's so good. Oh, thank you. Uh, and I lo- I mean, I've been watching you since, you know, you were on Chelsea, and I- I've followed your career, and I just think you're so, you're so goddamn funny. But what is, like, North, I, I grew up in the country. I grew up on a farm in Maryland, mm-hmm. and, like, mm-hmm. it- it's it's now, like, Trump country, right? Like, it is, it is. Yeah, and there's little pockets of of progression. You know, I do drag down there sometimes, and we brought our first pride there, which I'm super proud of. Mm-hmm. But you know, it, yeah, like I was the like queer kid. I remember being in the Acme, and grown <laughs> men would be like, "That's a fag," and I'm like, "A what?" You know, this girl. It's like different. So, what was it like for you? Yeah. What was what what was what was North Carolina like for you? I mean it. It was kind of a different time, and I feel like uh, back then we just no one really talked about being gay or that anyone was gay. Like, wasn't something that was even used as like a negative thing. I never really heard people like calling anyone a faggot or like you know accuse them of being gay. Like, it just wasn't on our radar, which seems so crazy now. Um, But we just you know there was no YouTube and you know, the internet, I don't think I got my first email address. I was 18. And so we weren't all connected in the same way. And I was from a town of like, you know, 6,000 people. And you just kind of were like, people either liked you or, or they didn't based on your personality (laughs) or whether you were good looking, you know, there was no, like the gay thing didn't enter into the equation. So I didn't come out. Till I moved to Los Angeles. Oh wow! Yeah, I, I mean, girl, I I was, I came out in high school and I was like, "Hey, everybody!" <laughs> they're, like, <laughs> they're like, "We." Yeah, know. they're like, "Yeah, girl." Anyway, I mean, I I think once I once I did finally come out, everybody because we had you know all progressed and grown up and uh, they're like, "Yeah, clearly you were gay." We pretty much knew that when you were chasing girls at five years old and playing every every sport known to man we were pretty sure you were gay like when I was growing up like North Carolina North Carolina has always had plenty of conservative people but in college like I remember the big um popular congressman was John Edwards and he was a big democrat you know out of North Carolina 
And so, you know, North Carolina didn't always swing so red, you know? And so I never remembered growing up with a lot of like, um, I, never, I, I don't remember people being very close-minded or, you know, super, super conservative. They are in certain ways, but it wasn't so blatant. And then once I graduated college and moved to L.A., there was this kind of big shift in the political scape in North Carolina where the Tea Party became uh, a thing. And then the tea, there, were, there were a lot of Tea Party people coming out of North Carolina and it sort of infiltrated the local politics there. And then it did a sh big shift into the red. Uh, and that was a real shocker for me because I always kind of considered North Carolina uh, Southern for sure, but I never thought of it in the same regard as some of the super, super conservative states. So like for all of a sudden there to be like, you know, these sneaky things happening, they were like, um, putting, you know, bills up for, uh, votes when like, uh, the Congress, the, the state assembly was like on holiday. It was like weird stuff was like happening out of nowhere. It just got real ugly there for a while. And the governor was very conservative for a long time. And then they just recently, uh, voted in a Democrat, uh, for governor. So, you know, you start to see the pendulum swift, uh, shift a little bit for sure. Yeah. All right. We're about, we are recording this podcast and the sound keeps going out. Things are clip clop, clippity clop. It's okay. This is the <laughs> shutting down. We're in the hunger games. This is it. Um, That's right. Okay. So I want to, I want to talk a little bit. I'm the youngest of three uh, siblings. You're the youngest of three. Is that right? That's right. Yeah. What, how much younger? My brother is very much older. I have a brother who's 15 years older and one who's five years older. Are you, are oh. you, is your dynamic like that? Uh, not quite that big of a gap. My oldest brother is seven years older than me, and the other brother is three years older than me. Are they in? Are they in the showbiz? They are not in the showbiz. They uh, they live in North Carolina. One lives in North Carolina. The other one's in South Carolina. And they uh, one works at uh, a college, at, like in the student services. Oh, that's nice. And. The other one's in the Coast Guard, uh, and they both are they have a fishing business. So okay. <laughs> it's a, it, yeah, it's a complete opposite world from mine. Well, I hope to be fish, honey. Uh, <laughs> we love we love a fishing business. Cast those nets, girl. That's right. So they're they're bro they're brothers. They are brothers. I mean, I don't know. I know. I know. I know brother. I hear me say two brothers or a brother to sister. Um, <laughs> You're like, I know they're your brothers, but are they brothers? Are they brothers? Uh, yeah. I have two brothers. It is. It's the same. I'm like the showbiz queen. My one brother, uh, he's a Civil War reenactor, which is uncomfortable. Oh, no, for real? Mm-hmm. Oh my God, that's sometimes, hilarious. Sometimes he does the War of 1812 just to spice things up. Uh, <laughs> what, what side does he like to fight on? Um, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> we, we have disagreements. He was not invited to my wedding. Um, oh, we gotcha. And then my other brother is sweet as can be. He's, he's, he had a John Deere themed wedding. He's uh -huh. very sweet, very simple. I love him so much. Yeah. Uh, but he, he, he thinks of me as like his like little, little, uh, 
you know, he's very protective. He's very protective. And that brother, and that brother is is accepting of you and oh yeah, being gay. He, and he's so sweet. He's like, yeah. you know, it's so funny to me because when I was growing up, my oldest brother, who I don't really talk with now, we got along very well. I think it's because there was a he moved out when I was three. Yeah, so he's more like an uncle, I guess. Right, right. And then when I grew up, I was like, oh, we have very different thoughts on the world. I see. Mm-hmm. And my other brother, who I grew up with. We didn't get along at all um, as kids. Uh-huh. And then we were like jealous of each other. I always thought my parents paid too much attention to him. He always thought they paid too much attention to me. You know that like. Oh, yeah. Right. But now he's like, he's so, he's, he, every time I do anything. I think the mailman's delivering mail. Our dog's barking crazy. Hey, 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 Mr. Postman. <laughs> hey, hey, wait a minute, Mr. Postman. <laughs> what is your, um, what does your family think of your your stand up shows? Uh, I think they're amused by it. <laughs> they're like, "Oh, that's cute." Um, no, I think uh, you know we're one of those families like everyone's proud of each other, but we don't really like say that very often. And um, so I filmed my special. Uh, in my Netflix special in Charlotte, which is, um, I'm from like 30 minutes from there. And, uh, most of my family came and, you know, they were so, they were excited and it was cool for me to get to show them like that Mm -hmm. side of my business because they see the finished product of things. Like when I do guest stars on shows or, um, and have a little part in a movie, they're like, Oh, that's fun. But they don't really see the, everyday hustle and all the work it took to like get there. And so for them to kind of get to be behind the scenes and see me studying my jokes and working on things and making notes and seeing the crafting of it, I think was uh, eye opening for them to, to just see all the work that is put into these things. Um, and so my oldest brother came out here uh, right actually before the quarantining started and uh he was like you know we're real proud of you and that was like such a big thing a big brother sister moment because we don't have those moments very often that's so sweet yeah yeah he's a good guy i love that i love that yeah. um, but he was kind of he he he's the one that's seven years older so he kind of always took on like a like more of a, a dad type role uh, I have I, my dad's alive and my dad was around, but like you know, pr- my oldest brother he would be the one that would like play catch with me and teach me how to do things, and I wanted to do whatever he did. That's so sweet. I love that so much. My 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 brother he he's he's so funny. Like with my stuff, he'll, he'll be like, "Oh, how are things going with the drags?" Like, <laughs> the drags. The drags are going well. Uh, <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I love um, that. He said he, he's, a, he's a cook at this restaurant, this like this you know roadside truck stop, and he's so proud. Yeah. Of him, I'm proud of him, you know. I'm like, you know, you do. Uh, you happy? But he called me like great. a year ago, and he goes, "We got one of the gays working here now." And I said, <laughs> one, of, "One of your people." <laughs> he goes, but then he goes, "Do you know him?" Do you no, know him? <laughs> yeah, I know. I get that a lot too. But it's because so, it's so you know he's trying to you know. So, you know, he's trying, he's trying to be nice, but I'm yeah. like, it's so sweet. But that's why I think it's like, you know, well, you we were talking a little bit earlier about like, you know, you're from North Carolina and I'm from, you know, I think a lot of times mm-hmm. people are in this conservative mindset 
you know, everybody knows somebody who's LGBTQIA plus, mm-hmm. right? So it's right. just about humani- humanizing it, humanizing yeah. the, the, the uh, experience or the right. people. And that's how we change minds and how we, we open hearts. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, uh, I had a long talk with my mom because uh, my mom's a big gay supporter and she's president of the the P flag in my hometown. And, uh, so I think she's opened a lot of minds of people back home and because they know me and, you know, they, they think I'm a good person and they're like, if they like me and they think that I'm, you know, quote unquote normal, then it sort of opens their eyes to other gay people. And, um, so, uh, my mom has, uh, I was talking with my mom about, um, the, the Methodist church, you know, they have that big vote. Um, oh, what? I don't know. Was that six months ago, four months ago, something like that? Where yeah, they they voted on whether or not to allow you know gay clergy members stuff like that, and it got voted down. And you know there was she's we've gone to or I don't go to church now because I there's brunch, you know. Um, but yeah, waffles are are my church. Um, but she goes and, you know, she was really, uh, torn. She's like, I I don't know. I think that I should leave the church. And I was of the opinion. I was like, no, you should stay. And, uh, I said, because yeah, you stay and you influence them by your acceptance of the gay community and other people, anyone that's different. And you, you lead by example. Don't, don't leave. And, you know, that then they're all just a cookie cutter version of each other. And yeah, they, like, they win, it. you know, if you yeah. leave, they win. Mm-hmm. Stay there and, and change their, their mind. Yeah. So I'm always of, even with my stand up, I'm always of the opinion of, uh, you know, like with the fishing that my brothers do, casting that wide net, uh, because <laughs> I don't, I never wanted my comedy to just appeal to one to person. One, I, yeah. Yeah. The, you, you know, consider- do you consider your comedy like political in a way? Oh, no, <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> it's subversive, you know, in certain ways. Like in my special, I, I was like, how, how can I get, make a point of telling people they should accept their gay child without shoving it down their face? Yeah. Uh, so, so I tell a funny story. I tell a funny story about a, about my mom and her path to accepting me and at the end and it's funny and silly. And at the end I say, you should support, you know, the greatest gift you can give your kid as a parent is cat, uh, is, uh, <laughs> accepting them for who they are, uh, and, and cash. And, and uh, yeah. so well, that's, I, that's political, that's political in a sense. So, you know, you're saying, you're saying, okay, this is, we got to unconditional love. We got to open, yeah. open our minds and everything. Um, yeah, but I do it in a way. I do it in a way that I guess that's a little more uh, easy to swallow uh, for those that like to swallow. Uh, yeah. oh, well, that's good protein. I love. I love that. <laughs> I've been in quarantine too long. <laughs> Listen, girl. I, 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 yeah. Very that. Very that. Very that. I'm eating my white trash sandwich in quarantine in full drag in my living room just because it's friday why not yeah you're you're doing all kinds of things online too telling doing story time and the kids story time today we read the cat and the hat oh i love 
that video. I love that video of you that of the when the baby shark video at oh your drag God. show. That Girl, was so cute. Thank you. That was so. It's so funny how the the internet is such a powerful thing, right? Like, mm-hmm. I'm so grateful we have it because we're able to have do this together while we're in quarantine. But like last yeah. year, a year ago, it was 20 seconds of a two hour drag race. Speaking of brunch, it was a two hour yeah. show. That was literally 20 seconds. 20 seconds. That's all. Yeah. About. 20 seconds of this this um, brunch, and somebody sent me yeah. a video. I said, oh, I'm going to put that on my Twitter. I, like, at the time, never really shared on Twitter. Now I'm, I'm queen of Twitter, I guess. Um, yeah. <laughs> I put it on, and I went to my friend's house after because uh, uh, it was their, their twins' year-old birthday. So I went to see the twins. And I, uh-huh. I said, oh, do the kids like Baby Shark? And I said, oh, my God, this video has 10,000 views. So they're all making yeah. fun of me. They said, oh, you're viral. You're viral. By the time <laughs> I left their house, it had a, like a quarter of a million views or something. Oh, wow. That's cool. But then I got, you know, I got bullied for it. And then AOC oh, really? shared it. Well, yeah. The, so the internet's blessing, but it's also trash. So then AOC shared it. So then when you have AOC... Uh, sharing a drag queen with the toddler. There's a whole lot of other uh, uh, stuff. And then I did a TED talk uh, about cyberbullying, and Monica Lewinsky shared the TED talk. So then you have uh, AOC sharing a, 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 a video of a drag queen with the toddler that then does a TED talk about cyberbullying that Monica Lewinsky then shares. It's a whole basket wow. of crazy people online. <laughs> yeah, holy cow. That's. Uh, but you know the 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 good people are seeing it, and that's all the that matters. And I also think there are people who have probably seen it who go, "Oh, oh, the, it's the same thing," you know, with your comedy, right? It's like mm-hmm. it's a very simple moment of joy, bringing laughter yeah. and cheer. And then somebody's going to go, one person out of the hundred people writing shitty stuff, one person's going to go, "Oh, well, drag's not so bad. That's yeah. not evil." You know, well, you know, at the root of it is a is a child who hasn't learned discrimination or judgment, just enjoying a very pure moment of, so of love and like, baby shark with a drag queen. That little kid was like, "Fuck Gaga, I want baby shark!" Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's I, I met you a long time ago in New York. I was thinking back to uh, that show you did at down in the bar. In the basement. In the basement. <laughs> in the bar. In the basement bar where y'all would sing um like cabaret songs. And, me and stuff. Kelly King, yeah. Yeah, you and Kelly. That was so fun. You, who did you come with? You were with um Jay Jay, Jay uh, Yeah, with Jay and um yeah, Justin right? Martindale. Yeah. That was fun. Uh that was a fun well that's when you were doing you were still doing Chelsea then, I think, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. I I was obsessed with that show. Oh, that we had so much fun was, back then. Ralph Matthews. Oh my god. Uh-huh. Yeah, was, it was it was a fun crew. We just got to like be ridiculous on TV. <laughs> I, 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 there was this one segment. What was it? Lindsay Lohan was on, wasn't she? Yeah, she hosted it. I was on the panel that night. Oh, I she, was. She came out of rehab, or I think it was rehab. She went somewhere, <laughs> and. uh <laughs> and when she the, the first thing she did was our, was the uh, host Chelsea lately and I was on the panel they were so nervous that we were going to make fun of her we were like no no yeah she was awesome we're like anybody that's coming on our show we're not going to shit on them you know we're happy that they're here she's yeah. a, I think she's a really good sport about oh my husband just mouthed me he goes I love her he's been in his room composing music <laughs> <laughs> I love it 
Do I hear you talking about Lindsay Lohan? No, he's talking, talking about, about you. He's talking about you. He loves you. Oh, me? Yeah, he's talking about you. I, thought, so we were, I thought we were praising Lindsay. No, he was so excited. He was like, I can't believe you're interviewing uh, Fortune today. He was like, I didn't know you knew her. And I was like, I know everyone. You do. We go, we go way back before well, your baby starts. I did a, um, I'm on the uh, board of directors for LA Fournay Center for homeless LGBTQ uh, youth here in New York. It's yeah. an amazing organization. When you're in the city, I'll give you a tour of the, it, they house homeless oh, LGBTQ awesome. youth. It's amazing. But Lindsay yeah. Lohan, she's a big supporter. She's been like, kind of like on the DL, like a supporter. She didn't want like press yeah. or anything, but then they had their big gala this year. And she's like, Oh, I'm going to be in the city. I'd like to, to come. Yeah, and we do this thing. I was hosting the on state. You know, it's at Cipriani's. You know, it's like a thousand people there, and yeah, and the reporter hosted it. It was a really great event, and I hosted the live auction portion. And we do this mm-hmm. thing where we say, "Okay, who can give fifty thousand? I mean, to me, fifty thousand dollars is that's a lot. That's a that's lot. That's a lot. It's a lot of money. Yeah." And she raised her little paddle and said she's going to give the fifty thousand dollars. So you know, yeah. the shady people are like, "Oh, Lindsay. Oh, Lindsay. Is she? You know." And I felt because she was super nice. She was so sweet backstage. I hung out with her a couple of nights before she took the board out um, uh, uh, to hang out. She was so kind yeah. and really very different from what I thought she would be. She was yeah. super kind, super nice. And all these shady people for like a week. Oh, I bet she's not going to really get, not from the organization, obviously, but like just right. gossipers out, in, out in the world. Yeah. And she gave, she gave the money. She kept her. That's she right. Gave, gave $50,000 to help, to help these kids. And it was awesome. So I always think it's like, you know, people can be so shady in, 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 in the news and, and talk shit yeah. about people and their problems. But I'm like, you know what? She's a human being. She's a human being. Oh, she, yeah. She's really nice. And she, she really helped a lot of kids. That money will go a long way, especially now when we're going through this shutdown and those kids oh, yeah. really need that money, you know? Well, you know, anybody that grows up in the public eye, you know, everybody likes to root, root for people and then tear them down. It's a weird business like that. You know, show business but, is crazy. I I hope that it's a very scary time. You know, we're in quarantine. It's scary. The country's in this upheaval, and people are mm-hmm. out of work and losing losing income and losing loved ones and stuff. I hope I hope that we when we get through this, uh, people will be a little kinder to one another. Yeah. I hope that they'll 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 um, remember uh, humanity. You know, like remember to be kind. Be just be kind. Be kind. Well, it's a rare, a rare time in our history when you know this is not only something that our entire country is going through, but the entire world. I mean, when has that ever happened that the whole world practically shut down? I mean, it's oh. so this is like um, unheard of, and so we're all going to be coming out of this, you know, coming out of our bunkers, uh, just kind of. I, I I would hope more grateful grateful for yeah. just everyday life and, and and hopefully appreciating the small things like how how much are we all just taking for granted god just getting to live life and go to a restaurant and hug a friend it's just like it's just hug a friend this, yeah yeah oh my how are you how how are you and your partner like dealing how are you what are you doing to like help with your spiritual health mental health uh staying sane through through this yeah I mean, it changes every day. You know, the first week was really hard because you're just kind of accept, like, I sort of in denial, like, this can't be happening. This sucks. I was supposed to do this and that. I think we were all kind of in that headspace, right? Of just like, this just seems like a nightmare. And at some point, you kind of just sort of adjust to the new normal for now, uh, hoping that, you know, we get on the other side of this. I, I don't know at what point, but. I think 
I've tried to find some sort of a routine. Uh, I'm still doing my, uh, I do a Sirius XM radio show in the mornings for Netflix. And we're still doing that from home. So that's helped me tremendously, just having something to wake up for. Yeah, routine um, is important, I think. Yeah. And then uh, we'll, we'll either like walk our dogs or walk on a treadmill. <laughs> some sort of act, physical thing to just not get, because uh, otherwise you can just sit in front of your TV all day or, oh, yeah. or, be, or be on Twitter, like going through the news and just feeling awful, you know? Yeah. I, I give myself news breaks and then I, I, I've been, you know, walking the dogs, but I found this like, this like kind of mom workout on YouTube. It's like the, <laughs> the, the jumping jack workout or whatever. It's yes. like, it's very mom workout. My husband's like, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm doing jumping jacks. <laughs> <laughs> I would much prefer the mom workout. People were like, you can like, Go find Chris Hemsworth's, uh, you know, training schedule or Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm like, no thanks. I'd rather do, do it's, jumping it's jacks. Like, it's so simple. It's like, okay, we're going to do the jumping jacks and then one twat and then we're going to rest. Oh, great. yes. We'll rest. Uh, that sounds amazing to me. <laughs> I started we, watching we, um, what is it called? With Al Pacino. That's like my new thing I'm watching. I'm binging. Uh, a TV show? Yeah. Hunters. Hunters. They hunt Nazis. Oh. Have you heard of this? Oh, I haven't. No, I haven't seen that. It's, Jordan Peele uh, produced it. Oh, okay. And it's, it's out right now? Yeah, on Amazon. It's great. Oh, okay. Each episode's like an hour, though. It's like a movie. Each episode's like a movie. Dang, that's cool. Um, like six in the morning. Like, I don't know. Time doesn't exist anymore. So I I'm, know. You, it's like you're either drinking coffee or wine. It, that, that tells you what part of the day it is. Day, I fell asleep <laughs> watching Unsolved Mysteries. That's like my other thing I watch. 90s episodes of Unsolved Mysteries. <laughs> I, go, I, Google, I Google to see if they ever solved it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, so I woke up the other day at like four in the morning and made one of my white trash sandwiches that I was just eating with it, it's yeah. tortillas chips with Brussels sprouts and mozzarella cheese. On I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know about the sandwich. <laughs> and I, so I woke, and that's where I'm at in quarantine. It's wild. Uh, are you like? Are you like in the like? What is it like there? I mean, because it's been like the epicenter of everything. Like it's epicenter. Is- yeah. I mean, it's my, my whole thing is, you know, because I'm also I'm running for city council, and so I I, I want time to have, to get to get um, information out to people who really need it. Like, you know, so I am a freelance artist, right? Ten ninety nine gig worker. So you yeah. only get paid if you show up for work. So mm-hmm. how are you gonna how how do people like me, bartenders, drag queens, musicians, waiters, busboys, porters, all these different industries? How do you yeah. um, coffee shop workers, whatever? When you don't mm-hmm. go to work, how do you pay your rent? Especially in New York, it's so, everything's so expensive. How do you pay your rent? So yeah. rent suspension, there's a Senate bill in New York, Bill 8125, advocating for um, uh, people experiencing homelessness. You know, like that's mm-hmm. a big thing. It's really scary, you know, that we have a yeah. housing crisis here. So that. But then the other thing, it's like, you know, I think people are, are, are I worry for people who still have to take the subway to work. You know, that's a really scary mm-hmm. thing. And the grocery stores we have, um, there's like doormen who like bouncers, I, they're not bouncers, but you know, I don't know what else to yeah. call, you know, at the door and they, 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 there's chalk on the sidewalk telling people how far and they oh. only let three people come out of the grocery store. They'll let three, three in. I it's like very, yeah. Very regulated. It, it's, it's pretty scary. You know, when I walk the dogs in the morning, there's a pharmacy right next door. Mm-hmm. And the grocery store across the street so i see the line for the pharmacy and the line for the grocery store and everybody's wearing masks it's it's a scary time but yeah but I, like you said i hope we 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 uh appreciate uh life yeah 
from that. I too. mean, it's it's gonna take a little. You know, no, we don't know when everything will like will be back into the world, whatever that looks like. Uh, there will definitely be a lot of changes. Um, but you know, you just hope that somehow we all, as a country, get through this together, and people, like you said, look out for each other, and that that human humanity part comes through yeah. stronger. We're not so selfish and think so. about others. But I tell you what, listen. Uh, joy and laughter are a wonderful thing to help through these times. And you are somebody who is giving that through and through and through. So thank you so much for, oh, for my uh, pleasure. all you do. So everybody go on the Netflix, get on the get internet on web and, and, and watch fortunes, uh, special and serious XM radio in the morning. Yeah. Uh, the special is called sweet and salty, sweet and salty. That's how, that sounds like a sandwich. That's right. <laughs> I think you're amazing. Um, thank you so you're much amazing. for joining Thanks. us today. And, uh, yeah. and and we'll see you soon, I hope. All right. Well, it was nice talking with you. And I'm, I'm so impressed with all the, the, the work you're doing and getting involved and really helping so many people. It's great. I appreciate that. We're all in this together, girl. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Bye, thank you. Patios off. Stretch and put I'm your back. I'm on back. I'm just wearing a wig. <laughs> oh. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Marty Talks. This podcast is presented by the only productions Mitch Farino and Bob the Drag Queen. Editing is also done by Mitch Farino and Bob the Drag Queen. Check out other podcasts, videos, and live events at theonlyproductions.com. Make sure you're registered to vote. Tell your friends and family to register to vote and get to the polls. Our democracy and our lives are at stake. Thanks again. You can find me on all social media at Marty G. Cummings. Until next time, spread love and don't be a dick.